gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the wife, the mother, the dancer, the author of several books, the subject of of two different documentaries, the owner of Melissa Vision on Roku and and Amazon Fire, a work in progress, uh, and of course, radio show host, educator, Melissa Itell Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. How is former President Trump and <laughs> and Fat Alvin, the the DA <laughs> that he likes to call Fat Alvin? Uh, how are they doing? Well, I think that Alvin Bragg is. I think considerably um, justified, um, and I think the president is, 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 in his mind, justifiably angry and, and vengeful, and uh, is using this as a, a, a drum call to his uh, constituents, his well, constituents, his followers, to uh, rally around him in uh, support of this uh, of fighting this witch hunt, this uh, incredibly. Um, uh, baseless attack upon him and, uh, and and freedom in America. You know, he he, he didn't waste any time when he got back to Mar-a-Lago to make that pronouncement, as you, uh, you you may have seen or heard. Definitely talked about, and then jokes are coming out. You know, you know, right and left about him. How the only time he, you know, he ever got got caught was for actually paying for something. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, this is an unbelievable, terrible job by Alvin Bragg. Now, the only thing mm-hmm. that can save him is is Georgia, right? Georgia has maybe some mm-hmm. serious charges against oh, yeah. the former president. That's different. We heard that the tape of that. Right. But, you know, right. are they going to do something is the question. And in that case, then Alvin Bragg is, is going to be remembered as the guy who got it started and people won't even remember. But very weak, well, very weak charge. Right. It is. I mean, because he, he he elevated what Bragg did was elevated to the level of what they call in in legal, in legal jargon, uh, well, in legal terminology, of an, a class E felony. Because normally this is you know this is a misdemeanor. A lot of people do it. They they pay off uh, they pay off a lot of people, and, and, and we never hear about this. But um, this because it's it's Trump and everybody. Uh, the most people were you know wanted to get him from 2016 on. Uh, they they were able to somehow finagle the law to say the the terms, or at least to bend the the, the definition of a felony and say, well, this was coming from campaign finance. Um, uh, uh, this is a campaign finance violation. Uh, this was done in in in, in, in twists and turns, and uh, it 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 had too many too many entanglements, and therefore. Um, it, 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 the, uh, it, 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 it was a, 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 an attempt to cover up something using um, uh, to falsi- falsifying information, basically. So um, had this been someone else, I'm sure it really wouldn't have gone very far. But because it's Trump and they've been trying to get him, you know, for the last eight years, uh, this is this is a, this was a start. And this is this is going to be this is a big career a big career move for brag it is going to put him in the books it is a he didn't want to do it at first 
He didn't think there was a basis for it. His predecessor, Cyrus Vance, didn't even want to touch it. But Bragg, because he had no, he wants to, I guess, uh, thank the progressives for getting him into office uh, and, and, and do something that they would be proud of. Went ahead and did it, and, and it's, it, it, you know, he took a, he took a big, I think he took a, a big chance, but he, he, he got the, you know, he got Trump. Trump came down to Manhattan, flew down to Manhattan. It was this whole rigmarole. It was covered worldwide. Bragg's name is everywhere. Yeah, it, it's, it, it is an unbelievable uh, moment in history, and Bragg, who has been absolutely terrible, I mean, he's been terrible on every. Um, on every front. I mean, New York City, uh, he's suspended crimes basically on, on everything, except for this. The the problem here, and actually, before I say that, let me just remind people, MelissaItellJoran.com is a great place. Uh, check out the two documentaries there. Uh, Frank McKay here with Melissa. Melissa, the the idea, the idea that the the man on the street is going to say, and again, we're not passing moral judgment on, on something, whatever. But the man on the street is going to say, if I have an affair with the with the woman down the block and she mm-hmm. threatens to, to tell my wife what she threatens to go to the press and and I say, well, what can I do to, to make you not do it? And she says, well, give me $5,000. So you give mm-hmm. the person $5,000. Uh, is that a crime? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, I could see it being a crime on the other, like blackmail, right? It, it's, a, it's a blackmail, yeah. maybe crime, but um, I, I mean, is that what we're basically talking about here? And and he switched it around, um, Bragg, uh, to falsifying business documents. And I still think at this point, people are going to say, come on. By the way, even Democrats, even all the different um celebrity lawyers on on CNN the the liberal lawyers are like boy this is this is very weak i watched uh, cnn just to see the reaction right after this and mm-hmm. and they were all I, I mean they were all like wow I, I was hoping for a little something more than this and whatever but a very weak case i i don't know are you hearing anybody say that it's a great case other than people that just simply want trump dead <laughs> No, I've heard from all, you know, of course, mostly from the right and from Alan Dershowitz, who claims he's a liberal Democrat, <laughs> that, this, this, yeah, <laughs> that this case is, 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 this case is so flimsy and, and uh, that it should be dismissed. I mean, and, of course, you know, we know Trump's lawyers are going to do everything they can. I mean, he, Trump is supposed to be back December 4th to re- reappear in court and by then he's god knows how much what's going how far how high up and in, in how you know in 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 in, in charges he's going to be i mean this is only the tip of the iceberg you know dershowitz feels that uh this this is just very flimsy that um but he he's not saying though that trump can't be convicted he says trump can be convicted uh the question is if, where is he, where would he be tried? If he's tried in Manhattan, forget about it. Everybody wants to get Trump. Let's get Trump. Yep. If he's tried in Staten Island, there's a possibility <laughs> he, he right. might, you know, because there are a lot of a lot of Trump supporters. It's a big, you know, Staten Island is a Republican stronghold. No, no question about it. Uh, or even Long Island. You know, he'd have a chance on Long Island, or there'd be a hang, hung jury, or or mm-hmm. something along those lines. But depends uh, on when, where where on the island though. Yeah, right. That's true. Right. You, yeah. you do it in, uh, you know, Hempstead. Well, the thing is that um, 
uh, and you know, and I, I shouldn't make uh, that that assessment, but Hempstead is very um, not the town of Hempstead, but like the the village. At, well, I don't know. Um, Hempstead has Republicans in charge of it uh, yeah. for years. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it depends where. You're right. It absolutely depends um, where it is. You figure uh, heavy Democratic areas are going to uh, are going to want to uh, go after him. Um, Look, you know what's what's very strange in this whole thing is you don't see Melania, and it's not strange. Yeah. Like, whoa, what's going on? I mean, obviously, this is this is an embarrassment for her. Uh, do you think she's angry, or is it just an awkward look for her to go out there and stand by her man with this? I think she is secretly, privately rejoicing in this. <laughs> <laughs> she looks sometimes she looks like a hostage to me. Like she just wants yeah. to get out, you know, but she's got a young, young man, uh, you know, son, 16 years old and uh, 16. Yeah. 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 And and I think she uh, she wants him to uh, um, to to not. I don't know. I, I, I don't know Melania well enough to mm -hmm. uh, to make those assessments. But um, I, I it doesn't look like they're a couple. Right. He hasn't mentioned Melania all that much. Uh, no, well, she wasn't at the uh, Mar-a-Lago after court celebration. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, oh, and you know who else wasn't there? Ivan Ivanka is was, was not there. Jared. Ivanka and her husband. I think I don't know if Ivanka and, her, and Jared are separated, but n neither one was there. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it, it was. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it was uh, it, it was uh, it was showy. Um, mm -hmm. He he looked a little tired, and he had like a wheeze to his voice. The president mm -hmm. and people yeah. say he's had he has that a lot when he's done talking. He you know, like he takes this uh, this deep mm -hmm. kind of breath. I, I don't know if yeah. this thing is wearing on him a little bit. To be honest with you, I I would think that it is that that you know I. I I can't imagine. I think it, it is that it wouldn't be. Yeah. But is your take yeah. that that it's wearing on him? I think he's people who've known him, who worked for him, who who were in the White House and are not connected with him right now, say that he is a, he is definitely shaken by this. I don't see how anyone else could be. You know, and he's very angry and defiant. I mean, if you looked at the pictures from from the court's uh, appearance. The arraignment itself, you know, he made the court appearance. They didn't allow live cameras, but they did allow pictures. They allowed photographs. Certain people, certain journalists were, and photographers were allowed in. And they photographed him sitting there with his attorneys. And he had this look on his face. This, uh, I, I guess he just was seething with anger. And he was looking, I, I think at one shot, it, he, it, he was looking at Bragg specifically and giving him the i'm gonna you know i hate your guts or you know you know yeah. you know I'm, I'm yeah you know when you have this this look it, the, the the face speaks a, a thousand words and then they showed him going through the the doors and, and this is an interesting point um he was on the 15th floor of the of the, of the courthouse in manhattan it's a very it's a, it's a you know it's an art deco i think it's a pre-art deco building it was built in the 20s and there was uh, police uh, security, um, uh, Trump security was there, and then everybody was waiting for the big moment for Trump to go through the doors and then, I guess, into the, the courtroom. Uh, and it wasn't really a, a, the, the kind of booking that we're, we imagine where you're being like, you, they, they put your hands in ink. They don't even do that today. It's, it's all digitalized. I, I don't think there was even a mugshot for him. Um, but 
they showed him come when they showed him coming through the door there was a uh, there was an officer of, of the uh, of the court before him and the man did not open the door for the president and you could tell that trump was really you know taken aback by that yeah. i mean is, is, as a former president who he, he, he why shouldn't he expect the door to be open for him it's always it was always open for him no not there he was treated like you know any old you know any joe blow now, any criminal they treated him like yeah. a, like a criminal yeah yeah um, yeah and that was um you know that that's that's a blow to trump it just makes him angry um frank mckay here uh wishing everyone a happy passover and oh yes, that's right. Passover and Blessed Good yes. Friday too. Uh, yes, happy happy holidays happen to, to um, all who observe. If you had you uh, are celebrating Passover, you have well. If you were you're in you were stuck in your house, you were busy with your in in your kitchen most of the time and and cleaning before Wednesday's uh, first seder. And uh, today, if you're observing Good Friday. Uh, I think it's, is it the end of Lent? Is that correct? Uh, yep, that's the end of yes. Lent. And, yes. And, um, and, and, uh, and people uh, uh, gave up things for, uh, for Lent. And uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I, I was raised Catholic, but I, I haven't done anything like that in a, in a very, very long time. But I re certainly respect uh, the, the moment of Good Friday. That's the day Jesus, um, uh, according to history, had, uh, had died mm -hmm. and, um, and uh, you know, in rows on on Easter, uh, Passover, of course, is, uh, is 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 a long heroic story. Really, I mean, it's uh, an amazing story for um, for the Jews, and uh, they celebrate proudly, um, you know, each and uh, each and every year. And um, and so uh, to to everyone celebrating Passover, uh, by all means, uh, uh, was it a chog samich? Is that, am I pronouncing that correctly? Hag Samea, Hag Samea, or Hag Pesamea. And of course, there's, you know, in English, it's a happy Passover, and a Zissin Passover is in Yiddish, a Zissin and Kosher Passover. And it's an eight day holiday. It ends on the 13th of April. Yeah, so God bless everyone and happy. Uh, uh, you know, happy holidays, and 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 by the time many people hear this, it'll be Easter. Um, you know, everybody doesn't listen today or tomorrow, uh, so mm -hmm. uh, we're here on Friday. Uh, Frank McKay here, urging everyone, urging everyone to go to melissaiteljuran.com. Check out the documentaries, everyone. Um, Melissa, the the look on Trump's face, I, I don't blame him honestly for being. Uh, infuriated by this i mean this is a politically motivated look, look if this was georgia i would shut my mouth because what he did in georgia was it looks at least on the surface looks terrible this yeah is it's, i think that's worse yeah well yeah well i mean he wanted them to change votes right he wanted them mm -hmm. to find find votes and it and and it doesn't sound like he there's a real good explanation uh for why he was doing that other than trying to you know cheat the system but we'll We'll find out. Uh, we won't t jump to conclusions. Everyone's innocent until proven otherwise. But this this Alvin Bragg thing, I, I know people who can't stand Trump. I know lawyers who can't stand Trump uh, that said, <laughs> oh, boy, these, this is weak. This is really weak. Yeah, yeah. But it made the headlines across the world. I mean, he is still he's, he's the first president uh, in, indicted 
in a court of law, and uh, that's what his that's going to be added to his his biography. Yep, and yeah, he's just he's got to be seething. I mean, seething. You could see it. He was uh, he was trying to control himself on um, you know the night of at Mar-a-Lago. He was trying to control himself there. He seemed a little somber to me, but it could have been him just uh, you know trying to control his temper and not lash out. Of course, he did lash out, and uh, you know, in very Trump-like way. And um, and, and I don't know. He made a lot of sense. He made a lot of sense. And I think what Bragg did and what um, what this indictment did is it energized his base because Trump, quite frankly, um, wasn't as relevant, even though he was leading the way, um, even though he was talked about or whatever. A lot of people didn't tune into what he's been saying, and they've been just uh, dismissing it as reputation. Even though he's leading, uh, and he's leading DeSantis at this point, uh, somehow or another, this this got people tuned in. This is the first speech that I listened to Donald Trump uh, in in a long time, and I listened to every word of it that night, and I've got to believe a lot of people did as well. I'm, I think they did, yeah. They if they did tune in to the big, to the to the speech. Um, I don't know if uh, it, if much was is, was televised inside Mar-a-Lago because that was a big uh, you know welcome home event for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he yeah. had he he had two of his children there, you know. He had uh, Don Jr. and Eric, and Eric's wife. And I guess Don Jr.'s, he's it's his fiance. Um, she was the one of the um, one of the uh, she was a former wife. Well, he was, was Laura one of her. No, no, no. Uh, one of the former one of the, the former wife of Governor Newsom, and she had a, he he was one of her ex husbands. Yes, she had other ex husbands. Right. I forget her name. She was on Fox, the uh, the former prosecutor, who's now Don, um, Don Jr.'s fiance. I don't know when their wedding is. She was there with him, and and Eric had his wife. But um, Ivanka and and Jared were no shows, as as was Melania. And uh, I guess Melania was celebrating somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <His> wife <laughs> was celebrating. Yes, yes. She has. She leads a very you know. She leads her own life in in Florida. She has her own circle of friends. And I guess you know she puts up with the, with his antics as long as she doesn't have to appear with him. And I guess she's you know the the deal is good. You know she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to rock the boat. She's you know she still has her son. Uh, he's he's a minor. He's uh, she doesn't want to you know disrupt his life. So she I guess she put you know she just she stays married even though she's technically speaking not you know not living a married life. Uh, but she wasn't there, and um, oh, but you know who was there? Um, potential VP picks. If, and I'm saying if, if his his candidacy, his 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 uh, campaign doesn't fizzle, you know, he's got a big bump in the polls now over DeSantis. But this might be a, a momentary thing, a temporary thing. Um, uh, Carrie Lake, the uh, the failed uh, Arizona gubernatorial candidate, who is who's been who they call it the Trump in a dress and in heels, uh, and has been fighting this battle against the you know against the election process in Arizona, claiming that she was robbed. Um, and uh, she was, uh, you know, she's the the the, the uh, she's the uh, 
the, the talk of the town in, in Arizona. She's got the gift of gab. She's a former TV anchor, and she's the you know Trump's biggest supporter. She's she and our one of our and one of the one of our I guess favorite people, the new star of 60 Minutes, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> um, yeah, she had her her infamous interview with Leslie Stahl on Sunday, which I missed. Oh. I, I saw snippets of it, and then, um, they, they've been replaying this one piece, one section over and over again, where she says, well, the Democrats, they, yeah, they, they groom children. You know, they're... <laughs> oh, my God. Was she saying that? <laughs> she said that. It was inc- unbelievable. She and Leslie is Stahl, a she Oh, my God. Lunatic. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I she mean, got have- chased out of, out of New York, kind of, right? Didn't she... Didn't her More, her protest get get shot down? She had a yeah, protest. Yeah, well, she went and, to Man- she went to Manhattan on Tuesday to support President Trump. She had her own little rally. Yeah, they tried to they tried to you know to uh, push you know uh, uh, stifle her, and uh, and and she was uh, she had oh this was big news coverage for her. And I don't know why 60 Minutes chose to make her the face of the Republican Party. I mean, I mean, let's face it. You've got Looney Tunes on both sides of the of the aisle. Omar, uh, uh, Talib. Oh my God, uh, AOC. Omar, AOC, um, uh, Talib, and the other two who who expanded the squad. The not the squad, sorry, the Gang of Four. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the, this crowd. You've got um, you've got Marjorie Taylor Greene, and that CBS is now de- done in, um, calling the the face of, of the Republican Party. Jordan, help us. you got Jordan, right? Uh, yeah, but you have uh, well, Jim Jordan is not that extreme. No, he's not. He, but he gets he, grouped least, in with them a lot. Right, unfortunately for him, he's educated. Yeah, right. He has a law degree. I, I don't know if he was was he a prosecutor. He was something. He's got intelligence. Yeah, he does. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a maniac. Oh my God! You listen to that, and you, and you, you know, you say to yourself that they, they're going to be losers in twenty four. They're going to, they have to be. How can you put up people like that? But you have Looney Tunes on both sides of the aisle. But the Republicans are shooting themselves in the foot with these people. Uh, and then, and, and Trump, he, I don't know if he's, he's outwardly aligned himself, but it, 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 by, by appearances, it seems that he has aligned himself with people like that. You have Lauren Boebert, the other crackpot from Cal, from Colorado. <laughs> And then Matt Gantz, who narrowly escaped being uh, sent to prison. Uh, I mean, you've got this—it's—it's. It's, oh my God! And no wonder the, the world is laughing at us. Yeah, it's—it's it's a joke. I mean, when people yeah. like this get elected to public yeah. office, and and I'm—I'm I'm grouping them together: Talib, Omar, uh, AOC, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, they're all maniacs. Honestly, they're all oh maniacs. Uh, and the others uh, are. I, you know, Talib and and Omar. I, I mean, I I think they're anti-Semitic. I mean, just outright highly, highly yes. anti-Semitic. Yes. It's not anti-Israel. It's not anti-Zionism. It's anti-Semitic. Even though they couch their terms, their speeches in anti-Zionist behavior, say, "Oh, we have Jewish supporters. Oh, we support you." Know, that's that's all. That's, we know that's bogus. We know that the underlying intent is anti-Semitic. And AOC, yep. who has. Um, you know, has, has aligned herself with this group and then created this uh, this squad, which we we which I call the Gang of Four plus two, um, is really um, you know they are they they are stoking the the flames of anti-Semitism and the biggest yeah. offenders are Talib and uh, Omar. Yeah, yeah. disgusting yeah. people, just disgusting mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And the, the Republican side, oh, my God. Oh, I forgot one other person who came to the party. Not the not the Mar-a-Lago party, but the one in Manhattan. And he got his own little audience. Oh, I know who you're going to say. George Santos. Wow. Oh, my God. What mm-hmm. What was his? He got chased out of there, too, right? Didn't he get chased yes. out by, by uh, anti-Trumpers? He, oh, she sure did, but he, not without getting some media attention. So you had two crackpots. You had, I mean, it, it, they're, they're, they're crackpots at a different, you know, but they're, they're, they're slime buckets, too, they're of a different kind. Um, and I don't know if they know each other personally or whatever it is. George Santos, oh, my God, this man is, he, he's, he's, he makes Jim Carrey's portrayals look tame. Um, uh, and then have lying, and then you have her. You have Marjorie Taylor Greene, who sounds like a, a real crackpot. I mean, um, she, was, she used to say that Jews uh, use laser beams to uh, cause havoc, to wreak havoc. I mean, I don't know how did they, how did she get elected in Georgia? Wow, I, I don't. You know, I, I, I would hate to meet the people that vote for her down there. I mean, how do you do it? How do you how do you know. deal with this? Uh, I mean, it, it, she it, t- disgraceful people. You know, the the Omar people. I, I mean, I know how she gets elected. She's in a district that has uh, you know highly uh, Muslim to leave too, right? Uh, yes, it's heavy Muslim. And again, mm-hmm. I'm not painting Muslims yeah. all with the same brush by no means. But the thing is that um, uh, there there are this extreme um, group. That that are anti-Semitic. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, there is. Uh, Obviously, yes. Talib is a Palestinian, a, a Palestinian American, and um, a very, uh, a very um, anti-Semitic. Her, her 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 rhetoric is very vitriolic, and and uh, Talib from Somalia, uh, she's she's no angel. She's had a lot of questionable backstories how she got here and what she's doing with her money and her, her marriages and whatnot and uh, they just spewed all this anti-semitic rhetoric and I guess that keeps them it keeps them going even though they have uh, well at least Omar faced some challenges in her district yeah it's just uh, you know well uh, we hope we we hope there's going to be uh, a credible sound. Uh, I I donate to whoever is running against her. I don't care who it is. You know, just anybody to knock mm-hmm. them out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Terrible. I mean, there's people. a. Yeah, they are horrible. And there's a there's a movement. I think it's it's it, it, within the New York Republican Party. Curtis Sliwa, by the way, is spearheading this to, to try to oust AOC. They try to they're putting up their own candidate. I I don't recall who it is. I don't. It's going to be tough. It really is because she's got her. You know, she's got her constituents, her millennial and Gen uh, Gen Z people who are voting, and they're in, they're inspired by her. <laughs> and she's a you know she I don't know what she does for the community, but she's a national figure. So she's she's busy with her own image. And the rumor is she wants to run for Gillibrand, Senator Gillibrand's seat. Gillibrand is not a popular figure. And there, there, there are rumors that she wants to run for that. She, she, and several other people are interested in taking on Gillibrand. Yeah, it's just uh, unbelievable, Melissa. I tell Joran.com, everyone. Um, Frank McKay here with Melissa. You know, it's uh, it, it's it, to me, it's it's a world turned upside down. 
and these are our public officials. Uh, George Santos is just, he's a clown. I mean, he's an absolute oh clown. Oh, my God. Did he show up with Marjorie Taylor Greene? Were they together? No. No. They were no. separate, They right? were separate. They were separate. Maybe she knew about his coming. I don't know. But he was a big draw for a while. Yeah. The press grouped them together, which which isn't, like, fair journalistically. I, I mean, I have no sympathy for either one of them. But... Um, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't sure until you just told me now um, that uh, uh, that the two of them uh, didn't appear together. It sounded like they because they were like they got chased out of town. You know, you know, uh, yeah. they got overwhelmed by the um, um, by the people, by the uh, by the anti-Trumpers. And that might be true. Uh, I, I talked to some people that that were in and around the protest and they said that uh that marjorie taylor green wanted to get out of there that it was getting that it was getting heavy on her did you see her reaction to the the protesters against her no i didn't i didn't see that i saw her interviews of her inside a car and when she was um, she was um extolling the the virtues of trump oh he's just like nelson mandela jesus christ etc he he's been in prison and he's right and you know it <laughs> oh my god she compared him to jesus that's right. yes and nelson mandela a political prisoner oh of 30 god. year plus years yes i mean it's incredible it's incredible i mean this to me this is this how can this not hurt the, the trump and the republicans I mean, he's he's uh, he's going to get. A, of course, he's going to get a boost from this in the polls. Of course, but how long can that last? And how how can you put up somebody? Well, you know what? This is America. You know, only in America. Well, they put this person up who's got a. Um, I know the indictments. This indictment, you could probably punch holes through. There are plenty of holes to punch, but he's got other things coming up the the pike, uh, the pipe, coming down the pipe. Um, yeah. I think the Georgia thing is very serious. Plus others. Uh, I don't know. I Yes, I know what Dershowitz said. Dershowitz was looking at this from a purely legalistic viewpoint um, that says, uh, you know, he, he, there's nothing to stop Trump from running. He, this indictment from Bragg is, is terrible. It's, it's baseless. It's, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a show. It's a, it's a political show. Um, but um, I don't know. There's no, he's tainted. He's so tainted. Uh, let's say he gets convicted. Um, they could probably throw that out. But what about the other charges? I mean, trying to manipulate voter, um, the, the, um, the, the voter and uh, voting procedures in the state, trying to, to you know, bully his way on the phone with, with the Georgia Secretary of State. I mean, that's a big violation. Uh, uh, how can, you know, putting someone up like that to make him, a, he'll become a, they try to make him into a martyr. Uh, I think in the end, this could all backfire and the Republicans could lose again. And I think they're already tainted. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's, uh, you know, a crazy town. Um, they, they used to say this is the silly season. And, um, and you know, I guess it depends on, uh, you know, what, uh, what, uh, what season it is. But this is, uh, this is very, very um, disturbing that we have all of this going on. Uh, my... You know, I, I guess my big question is, like, Dershowitz, I, I could see him, and this is a chip shot to say that the Alvin mm -hmm. Bragg thing is a joke, but is, um, is, does he think that the Georgia situation is a joke? Because that, to me, looks very serious. Uh, has Dershowitz mentioned anything about that, or does he stay away from that? No, he's mentioned that, too, but he's primarily focused on this. Um, 
I mean, he's you know, I, he's trying to show that he is, you know, he's he's taking this as a, an unbiased legal um, um, analysis that he would give to any candidate from either party if if that person should be embroiled in such a a, a situation. Um, but he wants Trump to run. Trump should run so we he can vote against him. We should we can all vote against Trump. That's his. Yep his view. And yes, he, he was bemoaning the fact that, oh, I was the most popular person on Melter's Vineyard, and now nobody will invite me to his or her party. Uh, and and I, you know, I, my, my social life has been killed. My, yeah, well, you killed your own social life. Right. You know, he was the most popular person. I don't know. I, I would think that the Obamas would be the most popular people on Melter's Vineyard. Yeah, I, I would imagine you? the Obamas lead a pretty long list yeah. of people that are ahead of Alan Dershowitz. I would think so, too. Wouldn't you want to try to, you know, if you were thinking you were a high, you know, and you were an A-lister and you had a a, a $500 million home there and you could, if you could invite anyone to your parties, wouldn't your first choice be the Obamas over Dershowitz? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not even, it's not even up for question. I mean, Dershowitz. Um, and and I, I've had him on the show. I, I think he's a highly intelligent guy. Oh, no doubt. He is but. coming across like a toady for uh, yes. for for Trump. He is just going to, uh, yeah. you know, no matter what uh, is asked of him, he's always going to support him. Who knows? Maybe he wants to get some kind of federal, I don't mean Supreme don't Court, know. but maybe uh, some di- federal district court judgeship or something that he's trying to get. Uh, or uh-huh. maybe he gets a tremendous amount of work from, from Trump. He's got plenty. Of, he's got books coming, and you know, in and out, you know, out of the wall, out of the woodwork. I mean, he's always he's everywhere. He's on every show, every radio broadcast, every news outlet. I mean, he's 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 got a very good. I don't know if he does. He must have an agent, but whatever. But I, I just can't. I don't know. He's he's it's it's his ego. That's the problem. He's the most egotistical person. And I understand, yes, he's 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 worldwide renowned. He's renowned all over the world and hey, I couldn't I couldn't do what he's doing. I probably couldn't even get into Harvard Law School. I I wouldn't. I just couldn't. I can't do that. I'm not a genius. He's a legal genius. He's re- revered. He's he's been in the biggest high he's won high profile cases. He's lost a few too. He was Von Bulow's l- attorney. He I mean he was on the OJ you know, dream team, and yeah. and he was uh, oh everybody consults with him. He's all over the place. He's up here, there, and everywhere. And I, I you know, enough with it's it's his ego. His ego is really getting to be a pain. Yeah, no, no doubt. And you know, he's he's responsible for that uh, that happening. I I wonder I wonder what his bottom line is uh, financially. <laughs> I mean, is his is his net worth go up or down, Dershowitz? Does it matter? He does get mm-hmm. an awful lot of attention. He gets a lot he of does. criticism. But, you know, I'll tell you a quick um, uh, a quick story. Uh, I, uh, and I, w- I won't say who it is. I'll tell you off uh, off mic. But um, I, I mm-hmm. set up um, somebody to, um, uh, to be an attorney for mm-hmm. a, somebody for a depot or a deposition. And, yeah. and the guy picked him up because he's recognizable. Uh, name and he, he picked him up and he did you know a favor for him you know that type of thing, but um, uh-huh. and and well not only a favor but he's going to get some uh, publicity, but Joe Tacopina who I know, uh, yeah called this it was guy. Trump's attorney. Yep, he's Trump's attorney. His main attorney, I think. Called this guy, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. guy's in the defense attorney, and they wanted to hire him I guess to do you know some other kind of uh, you know research or or whatever, 
and he turned down Trump. Um, mm -hmm. Well, he didn't turn him down. He gave a very high price that he knew they would turn down. Uh, Which so, is what? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, but it was uh, oh. like he gave him some crazy, uh, crazy price. You know, I don't know. Uh -huh. You know, what does Takapina get? A I think he gets a thousand dollars an hour. Or Probably that's his retainer. But I also heard that Dershowitz said that he only represents somebody once. That's what that's what he said for for, for television. Yeah. So I I think. Um, Oh, so anyway, but he, he wanted to turn it down, even though he's a Republican and that he's uh, uh, he's supportive. You know, he's supportive uh, in a sense of, of Trump, but he thinks he would lose more clients than he would gain by, mm -hmm. by attaching himself to former President Trump, which was kind of interesting. And I, I, I understand it, certainly understand it, but uh, kind of interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, this is the way, this is how he plays the game. Uh, he's he's basking in all the attention. I don't care that he's, he's had, what is it, 50 years of of of, uh, of celebrity yeah. as the professor, you know, of, of the, the highly renowned legal, you know, legal mind at Harvard University. He's, you know, he taught Ted Cruz, the, the, the most intelligent, the best student he said he's ever had. Um, he's taught other people. He had Scaramucci in, in his class. I don't like, you know, Scaramucci's very, uh, he's very cocky. Yeah. Um, he's got an axe to grind with Trump. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, he's, you know, he's, let's face it, his ego is getting the better of him. And yeah. he knows, he knows he can get, he can ask for anything. He has his price. He can ask for anything. He's got media attention. He's got book. He has a new book coming out called, it's out already. It's called Stop Trump. Oh, no kidding. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So uh, look, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, there's, there, there's easy motives to understand why people do what they do. Um, Melissa, we started out talking about Alan, uh, Alvin Bragg, Fat Alvin, as, uh, mm -hmm. as uh, <laughs> uh, President Trump calls him, and, uh, and his um, uh, attempt to, uh, to nail. Uh, he said he's going to get him, right? I, I, if, if you listen to Trump, he said that Alvin Bragg said outright, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get Trump. I'm going to get, you know, whatever. Now, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if he said that publicly or, or, or whatever, but, um, you know, Trump said he said it. Um, we started out talking about this. How do you think this ends up? And does um, how far away is Georgia and or something else on on the heels of this? Well, Trump will, will be back in court in for this this these charges on December fourth, which incidentally is uh, coincides with the start of the twenty twenty four primary season. Yep. Interestingly enough, so a lot of things can happen between now and then. And uh, I think uh, it's just going to keep coming, you know. Um, well, this is the Trump, this is the Trump show. We're going to see him, uh, not necessarily in handcuffs, but we're going to start seeing, uh, you know, the legal wheels turn, and uh, people are going to get their their daily dose of, of, you know, Trump in trouble with the law, seething Trump, you know, <laughs> and. And I think, well, this will, will, will this, you know, will, as, as people, as the candidates start to appear, and you're seeing a few candidates, uh, Asa Hutchison, I don't know if he's, you know, the, gov the governor, former governor, um, I don't know if he, uh, how, how, how long he'll be in the race. Uh, you know, I don't see a lot of people jumping up and down for him. He, he threw his hat in the ring for the Republican primary for the, you know, for pre president. 
you know, we haven't seen everybody yet. Uh, DeSantis has not yet announced. You know, he had his book tour, and he said he was he was busy with the Florida legislature. I think we you know by by the time I think May or June hit, I think we will hear a DeSantis announcement, or maybe later. I'm not sure. I can't really read the tea leaves on this. And uh, Nikki Haley is still, you know, she's making the, you know, she's pounding the payment, going to the border and, you know, uh, making her case for her candidacy and why nobody's paying attention to all the issues that she's pointing out. Uh, I don't know. This, this this whole rise in the polls may peter out, be, you know, by the time Trump goes to uh, the, his next court hearing. And uh, we might have a very different scene. And then yet again, his support is growing. I mean, in Florida, they lined the streets cheering him on as he rode to the uh, airport to, to, to depart for New York. And he, his, his base is not eroding. I don't think it's they're there. I mean, these are diehard fans. They feel that his president, their president, their former president is a martyr. Now, I think I, I, maybe they were on the level of Marjorie Taylor Greene and above. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you have some who do. But, you know, don't forget that Marjorie Taylor Greene, the, 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 um, the unofficial face of the Republican Party, and I call her unofficial because I, you know, she, just because 60 Minutes gave her a platform for, you know, a, a good chunk of their newscast on, on, on last Sunday's program. Um, you know, it doesn't mean she is the, you know, the it, she's the it girl for now. I don't know if the party wants her. I don't, I just can't see a Jim Jordan who's so much more intelligent, you know, um, rallying around her. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or, or Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's been interestingly silent about this. You know, he doesn't like Trump. Trump doesn't like him. And I think he's just, you know, he's staying out of the picture. He's not saying any, one, anything one way or the other against, for or against. Like, he wouldn't, he's not for Trump. But he's not doing anything to I guess, you know, slap some common sense into the party and say, well, listen, what are you doing? You know, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot again. You know, wake up. <laughs> um, but she, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is is uh, jockeying for a VP spot, as I mentioned, and so is Re uh, uh, Carrie Lake. And, uh, you know, we don't, we don't know what's going on with Nikki Haley. She seems to be the, you know, the, uh, the rogue, uh, you know, the cavalier rogue entry into the race but who knows who knows what anybody's attention uh, intentions are and um we'll see it's a lot of things could change the momentum could start to peter, peter out by the time you know we, we get into uh more we hear more about other indictments yeah well listen uh, well said melissa Thank it's, you. Uh, it's going to be interesting and uh on behalf of melissa and uh from both of us uh happy um, happy holidays to, to everyone. Yes. Uh, uh, happy Passover once again, and, and have a blessed Good Friday if you're listening today. And if not, uh, have, a, have a great Easter and uh, the rest of the Passover. Melissa, um, thank you. Uh, oh, thank you, Frank. And thank you, all of our, our listeners uh, who, who join us you know, each time. Um, we're really grateful to you. And uh, you know, just stay above the fray, and you know, you know, we're we're you're the smart ones. You're the smart ones because you know better. <laughs> no doubt about it. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jordan Show.
You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.